1: The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have to take a micro record
0: to the music. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Queen Ballinger and today my co-host is the one and only Corey de DeSoto. DeSoto of mm-hmm. We're on tour. We're in Texas right now. Yeehaw. And I was like, Corey, want to do the podcast with me? And he said, Of course. Yeah. So here we are. So we have um, strange little microphones and hotel room. We're in Houston, Texas right now. And we're going to do a little podcast for you. So, Corey, tell me, hmm. is there anyone who needs to relax for you this week?
2: I was thinking about it and you know what people Hmm. trying to expose celebrities for the dumbest things I'm like are we tired are we yes
1: (laughs) we are tired Colleen
2: I'm not even joking I saw a full tiktok devoted to this how Harry Styles is bald what have you heard about this no Harry Styles apparently has no hair. And she showed pictures of his hair piece flipping in the wind. Mm. She showed pictures of his wig cap coming out. And like before pictures, like when he was younger and his receding hairline. And she said that like when he goes out in public, he just doesn't wear his wig. And so everyone doesn't know who he
1: is because he's just just a bald man. No, Dolly Parton does this. Dolly's bald? Well, I don't know that she's bald. I don't know what she looks like without her wigs, but she only wears wigs. And see, yes, this. This is what annoyed me is
2: that women wear hairpieces, wigs Mm -hmm. all the time. Ariana lives in hers. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, why is it? Who cares if he's wearing one? It should not be newsworthy. Wait,
1: so is it a fact that he is wearing a hairpiece?
2: No, this is all hearsay.
1: Okay. But who cares? But
2: there was a picture of it flapping in the wind.
1: Really? Which I
2: don't don't know. His hair looks very flappy.
1: His hair, I feel like he looks like he's very full thick hair i would never assume that it was not his actual hair i've always just assumed that was his hair
2: well yeah a lot of gay men these days what you do is you shave just the top part of your Mm -hmm. hair just the top and you leave the sides and then you glue the top (gasps) hair piece on
1: oh and
2: but yeah some of them look good
1: huh well i've never heard this but i do know what you're talking about how i see tiktoks all the time on celebrities that are like Did you know that Lindsay Lohan has a blue car when she told people it was a red one? You know, they're like always trying to find things. Find things.
2: The dumbest things, though. mm -hmm. Like being Harry Styles being bald. Like, I don't care. Yeah, right. I don't care. No,
1: but I think people love Harry Styles so much that they just, I guess, maybe they just want to find any information they possibly can. Yeah. I saw a video of Harry Styles last night catching things like on stage like i i feel like i see videos of him all the time on tour but i never see videos of him singing (laughs) or performing i see him talking to the audience. audience like he'll be like oh your sign says uh i'm getting a divorce in two weeks and i'm marrying my best friend's cousin oh congrats like he always like reads the craziest signs and he'll like catch something i saw last night i saw him he was like ca- a montage of him catching random things that people throw at him on stage and one was a chicken nugget. Nugget. You saw that?
2: I saw the chicken nugget one because he's like I'm vegan he's I would like, eat I don't this eat meat. but I'm don't eat meat.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, I agree with that. You know who I think needs to relax hmm. is the man downstairs who tried to double charge me for this hotel room. Oh,
2: my goodness. Okay. Very, did you see me losing it?
1: I did see you having a hard the time. The cracks were the coming. Were, the cracks were cracking. The cracking. So, the man who checked us in tonight at the hotel, um, he you know it was fine it was nice you know we're checking in and he was like okay i need to check you all in me and my whole team there are four of us one at a time and i said oh it's actually all under the same reservation Mm. and because you know we check in hotels every night i've been to a bajillion hotels this year alone and he was like no i have to do it individually i was like all right i don't want to mess up his process so he's checking us in one at a time and he's making me pay for them all one at a time and i was like wait i already i already paid for the rooms he's like no you didn't Sorry, oh, I pressed. I was trying to silence. Glory. oh my he was god! trying to silence his phone, and he made an earthquake <sighs> alarm go off. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um. So anyway, um, he wanted to do uh the rooms one at a time, and I was like, I already paid for them. And he was like, uh, No, you didn't. I was like, Well, I actually did pay for them. And he was like, No, you didn't. And he made me pay for each room one at a time individually, and like look up each person's name. But he didn't know how to type, you know. So he was like doing one <sighs> key at a time to type in each one of our names. It took. Like a half an hour to check us in when normally we just walk up give him a confirmation number they give us our keys and we go and this guy just was like taking his time and it was like and then finally he gets to the final room like we'd been standing there for 30 minutes a full half hour <laughs>
2: she's not joking it, I'm it not being was dramatic a I'm, long time
1: listen I'm a very dramatic lady we all know this, i I'm very I, will, dramatic.
2: I will tell you for truth it, it was, was the 30 longest. minutes yeah
1: it was 30 minutes he's finally on the last room and he's checking in going one letter at a time for his name and you know we're all fine like we're all just talking like we're not even bothered we're just like okay whatever and then he looks at me he goes did you pay for this one I said yeah I paid for all of them and he goes no did, I, did you put your card in for this one and I go, I don't know. You keep making me put my card in for incidentals and then to pay for rooms, each one at a time. I don't know which ones I have paid for and which ones I haven't, actually. Can you look it up on your computer? Does it show? He's like, oh, I'm going to have to start all over. And that's and when my like,
2: Scorpio <laughs> escaped from its cage. Corey
1: was like, I'm so sorry. We've had a very, very long work day. Can you can you please like just not start all over? like? And he was like, well, I don't know if she paid for this one. And then all of us pulled out our confirmation numbers on our phones. We're like, we have, please just let us in our rooms. And so then finally he did. But here's why he needs to relax. It was fine. It is what it is. Like I'm trying not to get upset about things like this these days. You never know what someone's going through. I don't know if you had a bad day. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But what upset me was that I'm very hungry (laughs) and I got to the hotel room and I was like okay I'm gonna order room service I call and they go we closed five minutes ago and I was Mm -hmm. like "No," because I have not eaten and if that man hadn't taken 30 minutes 35 minutes to check us in we would have gotten room service because we got here 30 minutes before you know so I was he needs to relax and I need to relax but I did order food. The only food available was ice cream. So I just had a few bites of ice cream before we started. But yeah, it was, it was drama, guys. It was big drama up here on tour. But I'm excited about this episode. Because I wanted to talk with Corey about a few things. I ate a tequila croissant yesterday. Because in San Antonio, they told us that we had to get this tequila croissant. So I got a tequila croissant. And I could taste the tequila. And I was like, And it made me think about how... I always go like, oh, I don't drink. I don't like to drink. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I have had days of drinking. And I was like, maybe we could tell funny drinking stories because I know we have a few.
2: Yes, from days of yore.
1: And I also thought it would be fun to talk about funny stories that happen in college with us because I know we've talked about some of that kind of stuff before. But Corey was telling me stories the other day that I did not know that were happening in <laughs> <laughs> in his dorm. Boys, boys. Boys will be, be boys. boys. And so I was like, okay, maybe we should talk about this because it was some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard in my life. Good grief. So we're going to talk about all of that after our first sponsor. So let's say thanks to our first sponsor, which is Stitch Fix, I believe. We'll be right back. You guys know how much I love Stitch Fix because I talk about it all the time on this freaking podcast. I am obsessed. Stitch Fix is so awesome. And if you haven't checked it out yet, you definitely should because shopping for new clothes can be super time consuming, super stressful, kind of annoying. So why not let Stitch Fix do all the work so that you can spend more time doing the things that you love. It's easy and super fun to get started. First, you just take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile. You just answer a few questions about what you like to wear what you don't like to wear and how open you are to trying new styles stuff like that and then you have your little profile all set up and then a stitch fix expert stylist will go to work finding items exclusively for you every piece is handpicked just for you and is unique to your size your style and in your budget It makes it the best way ever to discover clothes that make you look and feel your best stitch fix will send you five pieces to try on at home and you can keep what you like and then you can send back what you don't like and shipping and returns and exchanges are so easy and free and honestly whenever I order clothes and they come and if they don't fit or if I don't like them I always get so stressed out about trying to figure out how to ship them back Stitch Fix has made it like the easiest of anything I've ever bought online to just ship back right away. It's so easy. It's awesome. You guys will love it. Um, but you're probably not going to want to send anything back, honestly, because it's all so freaking cute. Plus, there's no subscription required. You try once or set up automatic deliveries, and there are no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash relax to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash relax to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign-up. Go check it out. Get your own personal stylist today. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about this. Can you talk about this?
2: Are we going to dive in the deep
1: end? I think so. Can you talk about the dorm stuff? Girl, I'm ready. Okay, because Corey, to me the crazy story. It's a little inappropriate. so We'll start of, off with
2: the milder ones. Okay, we'll start with the milder ones.
1: So we went to a religious university, and we were very, very sheltered there. And it was... Very conservative, very sheltered, and like girls really couldn't commingle with boys. There were not co-ed like like my dorm room was the girls' dorms building, and boys were not allowed in that building after like nine or ten p.m. or Mm -hmm. something. And Corey lived in the boys only dorm and same thing as and a so, closeted
2: gay man yes scared for my life and
1: I would sneak into Corey's room and one other friend that we had it's room and you'd think like oh girl sneaking into a boy's room but we'd doing? like we'd like watch Waiting for Guffman like we wouldn't even do anything we'd like the watch a lamest, movie lamest yes um, so I did not have a crazy college experience or a crazy high school experience so I know that I'm in the minority with that I don't have any crazy stories my crazy college stories have to do with like demon possession <laughs> so they're not they don't have to do with (laughs) Like doing drugs and getting crazy. But um, Corey was telling me some stories the other day, and I was like, What are you talking about?
2: So, this is what happens in the all guy dorm at a Christian (laughs) university. So one of the things that was crazy that they did, we we would light each other on fire.
1: Like, what are you talking about? Like What do you mean?
2: So what they would do, you would wear like a hoodie or something. You would lay down on your stomach and then you would take lighter fluid and draw like a design on their back, like a swirl or a heart or a peace sign. And then you take a match. And light it on fire.
1: But then what?
2: And then you see the flame design light up, and it's a peace sign on fire on someone's back. But how does it go out? Do they just. You pat it out <gasps> after like a couple of seconds. So then everyone seconds. just hits you? Yeah. But you're, like, burning alive for a couple seconds. This is
1: the weirdest thing. I've never heard of such a thing. So
2: bizarre. Like,
1: is this – okay, so now I need you guys to tell me because I've done podcasts in the past where I talk about kind of my sheltered upbringing and people kind of come for me for it because they're like, Queen, you're so sheltered, you don't know what actually is going on in high schools and colleges and stuff. And they're totally right. So now I'm like, okay, is this normal? Like, is this something that happens at all colleges and I'm just like – Super dumb and like didn't know that this was going on because I didn't even know it was going on in my own school Boys are just lighting each other on fire. What are you talking about? That's crazy to me. That's what they did back in the
2: day also um, Woody our campus pastor oh, oh
1: my god. He would
2: wrestle the boys in my dorm room and he made a hole in the hallway Like in the wall? Yes, because he wrestled a boy and someone lost their tooth what this was our campus pastor of all people you never told me about this girl someone lost our tooth what happens in the all guys dorm stays in the all guys dorm (laughs) until it happens until you tell it on the
1: relaxed podcast (laughs) wow that is crazy someone lost a tooth a whole tooth and a hole in a wall he would come and wrestle the boys would wrestle the boys Mm boys will be boys boys will
2: be boys and then for the finale should we tell them what else Uh, yes this is the one that's blowing my mind this is the grossest one so if you're freaked out fast forward anyways so the boys would take nails like nails that you would hammer into a wall and then they would shove it up their peen
1: this what this one blew my mind I literally was like asking Corey a thousand questions because you didn't do this no
2: oh no but my friend did
1: yeah I know so like a friend that we both know yeah and I was like what are you talking about? This guy did this and he's like, yeah. And I was like, why? And he's like, just cuz. Like just these, cu- just these are just things that you just cuz.
2: These what they did is what they did. A
1: nail that you would like hammer into a wall. They put in yes. the hole of the peen. in the hole. What? And then I was like, this is crazy. When he was telling me this, I was like freaking out. And Corey was like, what? You ladies weren't putting nails in each other's holes? I was like, absolutely not. Like, no way. Nothing like that ever happened. The only thing that
2: happened... Yeah, what was the craziest stuff that happened in the all-girls dorm? Come on,
1: spill. I will tell you. So the craziest thing that happened in the all-girls dorm that I can remember uh, has to do with demon possession. And so there was um i remember i'd only been there for a little bit it was my freshman year and there was a night where we all like got evacuated from the building or something like everyone because had... of a demon yes colleen ballinger to may so i everyone was like what's going on it was so weird. we were all in our pajamas outside oh my god i didn't know this the, yeah so we thought it was like a fire drill i've told you half you know that what's oh, about to yeah, happen yeah but yeah so that's that's how it all started was like Gosh. we all got evacuated and i was like that's a weird We went back in and then we found out later it was because there were these girls in one of the floors above us that I guess I guess in the floor above us this was happening but I don't remember all the deets it was a very long time ago Um, I guess one of the girls in the room noticed like she felt like a negative energy she felt a negative spirit in the room or something and like bad stuff kept happening and then they had a Britney Spears poster Stop on the wall. It. Like a hit me maybe one more time. Britney Spears, like queen of the land, huge poster. <sighs> and something really bad was happening in the room. I don't know all the details, but I do know that the girls started screaming because Britney Spears' face started melting Come and like dripping down the poster. I love And this. they were like, ah, and they were like, oh my God. And so they ran out and then the... The pastor of our dorm, like the youth leader of the dorm, whatever, went in and, like, they were like, there's a demon in here. And so then, um, <laughs> You they evacuated loved. a building because Britney Spears' face was yes! melting. there was a demon. I love this. But I feel like there's more to that story that I don't know. Like, something more yes. must have happened. Yes. Like, I don't know yes. if there's a girl who was possessed. Like, if a girl looked at the poster and it melted. I don't know the whole story. I just, I got hearsay after the fact.
2: Yeah. And, or if there was a series of unfortunate events.
1: Well, yeah. And, like, demon stuff is very, like, we don't talk about Bruno kind of stuff. Yes. Like, so, there, you. Keep I felt, it out of your mind. Yeah. So, I didn't want to think about it at the time it was like oh we don't ask about this we don't talk about Bruno we don't talk about demons at this school like it was all very scary and so but I just feel like there's a lot of demon stuff I've talked about before the stuff that happened when I was in the other dorm um where like there was a demon in my room or a ghost or something in my room remember with the hair draping I've talked about this in the podcast before I think and on YouTube and whatever but yeah there's been lots of weird stuff that's happened at the school lots of accounts of people saying that like um, they've seen demons or angels or whatever. Yeah. So, but I've always heard that like religious places are like the busiest places for like spiritual warfare, like stuff like that.
2: I could see that because like, everyone's always praying mm-hmm. and like,
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know the facts. I just I know what know. I heard. But yeah, so we were yeah, putting yeah. nails in holes, but well, Britney Spears' I- face <laughs> was melting. That's what we were well,
2: doing. Maybe... We had a little demon possession, too, with the nails in our peeing.
1: Maybe that is the same as <laughs> demon possession. I will say that I remembered this the other day. So we had, do you remember alpha groups? Yes. Like we had oh, groups. Oh, I hated, hated alpha hated groups. I did, too. So we had groups that were basically like little youth groups that you had to be a part of when you were a freshman. And so they paired you with random people. And you had to find out what your strengths were and so you took like a strengths test and then you met like once a week and you talked about your testimony and you talked about you know the bible and you just talked about a bunch of stuff like this and um it was kind of like a bible study every week yeah well i remember they were i always was kind of more closed off because i felt like i didn't fit in because everyone else in my group was like when we went around and told like our quote-unquote testimony of like how we came to the Lord or whatever. Everyone was saying stuff like, well, my dad was a pastor. And then, Mm. so I'm a Christian or like, oh, well, my dad is, um, owns a church. And so I'm this, or my mom does this. So that's why I'm Catholic. So
2: everyone was working within the Christian church.
1: Yeah. And which is totally cool and fine. That's totally fine. But everyone was talking about how their parents were well to do and, very well off, and they just, they gave across this air of just, like, wealthy, well to do Better than Which thou is, or, 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 again, yeah. live Holier no, like, than like, that's fine, but, but it just made me feel like, I just didn't feel like I, I fit in with them at that time, you know, I was just no. kind of like, oh, I don't feel like I didn't have this, sh- I don't know, I just had very different backstory than they did, and, um, you know, all of their parents were, like, paying for their entire school and i like the only reason i could go to school is because like i worked my booty off to get a billion scholarships that i paid off for the majority of my life since college you know yeah and so um it was just a different so i just anyway my point is that i had a hard time opening up in these youth groups and i'd never been in a youth group before i didn't really I, i was always very uncomfortable but i remember finally one day we had to have private meetings with the youth leaders. Do you remember that? Like the youth, the alpha leaders, you had to have like individual, so you had the group sessions and then you had the individual sessions. And so I had an individual session with this girl who's like a senior and she was my leader of my little alpha group. And she was like trying to get me to open up because I was kind of being closed off in the group. And so I started kind of opening up to her and she was like asking me about things in my life. And then I told her, about something that was very personal and something that happened to me where like a really crappy guy had taken advantage of me in a really terrible way and I was kind of opening up to her about this because she really was pressuring me to open up about stuff in my life so that God could help me whatever so I finally open up to her about this thing and she's like I finish and I'm like crying and she fin, and she lets me finish and she's just quiet and she looked at me and she goes I think something you should work on is not trusting everyone with information like that. I don't think you should be telling people about that. Like I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. I felt so stupid. I was like, I've been trying to get me to open up and like begging me to talk about things and I finally got comfortable enough to talk to you about something that you'd kind of, it felt like she was like really digging to get like deepest, darkest secrets. And I finally tell her and she was like, you should not ever tell people about that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I didn't for, like, years and years and years because I was like, oh, I guess we're not supposed to talk about that. Like, she was, like, very much implying that girls should not speak on things that, that that when those kind of things happen. Yeah. And I remembered about that the other day. Isn't that crazy?
2: That is crazy. I also think it's weird that, like, in that school, they just automatically assume something's wrong with you if you're quiet and, like, set yes. aside from everyone. Like, yeah. Something's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. They need help. They Mm -hmm. need the Lord Jesus.
1: Yeah, it's like some people are shy. Some people don't
2: want to talk to anyone.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Corey DeSoto. (laughs) But yeah, and this, by the way, I am in no way shaming or saying anything negative about any religion or saying that people should or should not think or worship or do whatever I think everyone should do what is best for them. As long as you are being a kind and loving yeah. person, I think all of it can be wonderful. I'm just talking about my personal little experiences here and there. And, you know, so just, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying that like when we're like, Oh, you need the Lord Jesus. We're just talking about people who are very shamey and judgy to us. We're not talking about religion as a whole or yes. anything like that
2: yes our school we had a negative experience yes. but that doesn't mean that all of christianity is horrible no and oh my god I've, we've seen a lot of beautiful things happen in the religion and we've seen a lot of horrible things happen in religion yeah. but unfortunately right now we're just talking about our hard times with it
1: yeah so yeah i just want to make that very clear that we're not saying that it's as a whole is terrible. And a lot of people had a great experience at that school. A lot of people love the experience. And I'm sure a lot of people had a great experience in those alpha groups. Mine was just negative because I felt like I didn't fit in. And then when I finally was like, okay, I need to open up and experience this to the fullest and really listen to this girl. Because um, it'll help my relationship with the Lord. Like she says, when I finally open up, she's like, ugh, don't talk about that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, never mind. Well, don't say that. She's like, oh, never in my days. <laughs> um, yeah. And I also think the school is a lot different. I, don't, I actually don't want to say that because I actually don't know if the school is much yeah. different. I've heard that it is different than when we went there. But when we went there, we had to sign a contract that said, which I can't believe it. I mean, we were so, I was 17 when I signed the contract to go there. And it must have changed since then. I hope it I does. hope so. But like, you couldn't have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to sign a contract saying you wouldn't have sex. You wouldn't be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, no drinking on campus at all. But... Definitely no drinking if you're under 21, which is just obviously a legal thing. Um, but there was, but we had to sign a contract saying we wouldn't do it. And there was a lot of things in this contract, but the obvious worst ones were, the worst one was you can't be gay. That is obviously the most insane thing ever. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff that went on at that school, oh, for yeah, sure. For we had sure. so many crazy college stories. We do. Do you have other weird things that happen in the dorms?
2: In the dorms? I don't. Not that I can think of on top of my head. I'm sure if I thought about it, yes. I don't
1: don't remember, but I just know that like... A lot of
2: gross stories about boys, which you do not want to hear. No,
1: maybe I don't. (laughs) I don't think anything weird or crazy happened in my dorms, except like the weird demon possession stuff happened a lot. And then my roommate was just pining over this boy. Oh my God, she was just pining. over, Just so... I just remember my freshman year was all just like listening to her talk about this boy and just crying over this boy that she wanted to be it was so bad. Um, and I have like diary entries about it being like, oh my gosh, she wants to stop talking about this boy. Oh um, but yeah, that was, it, it wasn't that interesting. Anyway, you know what is interesting? Our next sponsor. <laughs> so let's say thanks. This next sponsor is actually a very interesting one. Talk about, we're talking about how like, College experience was crazy. Well, this next ad is is going to be a crazy experience for you. Oh. So listen up. Okay, the next ad today is, of course, Manscaped. Thanks, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode. You guys, I got a question for the ladies out there, okay? Ladies, we all know it's hot girl summer, but what kind of summer is your man having? Is your man participating in smooth sack summer? Because I guess that's a thing from what I'm hearing. Now, when you're playing in the summer sun... I feel like your man might be a little bit more comfortable if, you know, he's manscaped, but you know, to each his own. But if he wants to be manscaped, I feel like I can help you out with this manscaping fun stuff I'm about to tell you all about. Because the leader in below the waist grooming is making sure we all have a wonderful ball this summer, no pun intended, but I think it's very intended by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Ladies, dive headfirst into smooth sack summer. Oh my God. By going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with our code relax. You know, we, some people like to have a little manscaping moment. Some guys, some don't to each his own, whatever suits you, whatever you, however you feel the most confident, the most sexy, that's what you should be doing with your body. But if you do want to, you know, trim up the hair, manscape it, I, I mean, who am I to tell you what to do? I'm, I'm a woman. I I do what I like with my body, but you men out there do whatever you want with your bodies. I know that Eric sometimes likes Manscaped. I'm not going to speak for him, but he's not here. So I am going to speak for him. Sometimes he manscapes. And the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare this for that summer bod. Whether you're gifting it to your man or using it on your bikini line, you can try out the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer. That's the Lawn Mower 4.0. 4.0 4.0 trimmer. Their package also includes the weed whacker ear. Oh my God. The names of these things are so funny to me and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant. Wow. Crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawn mower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 K LED spotlight on. Whoa. I don't know that I'd want 4,000 K LED spotlight on any of my parts, but whatever. If you, maybe you need it. Um, and there's <laughs> on and off when needed for a more precise shave. So did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Like, hello. That's pretty impressive. And now that you have the perfect haircut, use Manscaped's liquid formulations to keep that freshness even at the most uncomfortable moments, like a hot barbecue. You know, it's summer. It's hot out there, guys. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Wow. Never. Didn't know that was a thing, guys. I am normally, Eric would read this one. You know, he'd be all about this. I'm sure he knows all about it, but now I need to ask him about this ball deodorant. (laughs) Apparently, it helps you to stay cool in the heat with a soothing aloe vera formula. It's the best in the business for below the waist freshness, and this clear, drying formula will keep you looking good while smelling good. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0 the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag that will bring your comfort to a whole new level. So, um, also if you guys want to try out, you you can try the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit, which is pretty great. has steel nail cutters, tweezers, grooming scissors, all, all that fun stuff. So if you guys want to check it out, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code relax at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free plus free shipping with the code relax at manscaped.com. So ladies, if you think your man might be interested in this, get your man on board before this special sale ends. Go check it out. Okay, I mean, we could talk about our stories from college forever, I feel like. Forever. But we won't. We won't bore you with that. We'll talk about getting drunk. Um, (laughs) Because, yeah, I had this tequila croissant yesterday, and I could taste the tequila, and I really never drink. Every once in a while I'll have a sip of beer or a sip of wine or something like that. Mm -hmm. But that's as far as it goes for me because... Alcohol to me is not fun because it just doesn't affect me, I guess, the same way it affects everyone else. It makes me really sick. I don't like feeling dizzy. I don't like feeling tired. I don't like feeling nauseous. I just don't enjoy it. And I don't like the taste of it. So we don't drink anymore. But there was a time when I would drink, y'all. <laughs> when I lived in Manhattan. And when I was in college, I would drink wine sometimes. I would drink the Lord's blood. <laughs> Stop! Um, <laughs> But um, actually, in church, we always got juice. It was always grape juice. juice. But I did like red wine in college. And then, um, after college, when I lived in New York, I would drink. I'd go out because there's nothing to do in New York City except that because you don't want to go to your apartment. Because my apartment was full of mice. And cockroaches and it was far away. And so to travel back and forth to the city was not fun. So I would just stay in the city. And what's there to do in the city? I guess we'll drink. So Jenny. and I had friends who were bartenders, so they just give us free alcohol. So yeah it was free.
2: And you're friends of gays and they're a heavy poor. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I would go out drinking um all the time. And I was like, I wonder if I have any crazy stories. And I remember one time um in New York City, I walked in a fountain like through an actual fountain, I think in Madison Square Park, like I, and it's weird how if you get tipsy enough or drunk enough or whatever, you just think things are like, okay. And normal behavior like that, obviously I would never walk through a fountain in Madison Square Park. I think that's where it was. I don't remember. But, um, when I, I, I remember thinking like, yeah, people do this. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking it wasn't weird or bad or wrong. I was just like, yeah, I'm walking across the fountain. Like, what's a big deal? Like yeah. it's faster than walking around it. But do you have any like crazy drunk stories? I have a bunch. The thing
2: is is like I like I'm I can't drink too no. much else I like, die. So I but know. I don't Corey know. Or it gets flushed. So like yeah, I'm just like you. I feel like I'm dying inside and so I, it doesn't never get to that point. Mm-hmm. I wish like I, I wanna it looks be like everyone's having Oh so much my fun. gosh, it looks so much fun. I wanna be drunk and go crazy. I wanna go
1: I wanna go dancing. I, I wanna, wanna
2: be a crazy girl.
1: But yeah, no, it's not really our thing. But I've
2: never experienced that and I, I desperately want to. Uh,
1: yeah. I know I wish I enjoyed it. I just wanna I fall wish afloat. I could too, yes. Yeah, and same. then I to me, no amount of fun is worth how horrible I feel when I'm hungover.
2: I don't get hungover.
1: What? Are you an alien? I'm so jealous. Mm. You don't get hungover. You feel nothing the next day?
2: No, I, I feel it like and right immediately after I drink it. Oh. And I feel awful, awful, awful until that fades and then I'm fine.
1: Oh. oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like you're allergic to alcohol. Maybe. But for me, like I hate the feeling during it. I don't really have fun while I'm drunk, but then after like the next day I am ruined the whole, even if I have like a half a glass of wine now, the whole next day I feel sick. Uh-huh. So like I, no amount of fun to me is worth how sick I feel the next day. So that's why I don't like to, but I remember this one time I was living in Astoria, New York. And, um, I went to, there's a gay bar across the street from my apartment. And I was <laughs> living with John at the time, John and I, John's our other best friend. He just got married. Yes. Um, but John and I lived together in an apartment in Astoria and we shared a bed Stop. and I will never forget there was this crazy time. So we were sharing a bed and I think John went to go do a cruise ship or something. So I actually had the room to myself for a few weeks and which was like, crazy cool because we had like a double bed. It wasn't like a king. It was like a tiny bed. And John is like six, five, like, yeah. he's a big guy. And so like it wasn't anyway. Um so right after he left, I remember in the news it was like there's a bed bug pandemic. And I was like, "Oh gross, what's a bed bug?" And then I'm not kidding guys, the day after that news broke, I got bed bugs. Ew. Like there were, I woke up with all of these welts and sores <gasps> all over my body. And so anyway, um it was horrible and so obviously we got rid of all the sheets and got rid of it and tried to wash them all, and of course it doesn't get rid of it because they they live in the mattress. Yeah, and so we had to get rid of the mattress. It was a total Ooh. pain in the butt. But anyway, um, there was a gay bar across the street from my apartment, and so since I never wanted to be in the apartment because it's full of freaking bed bugs, I'd go to this gay bar and I would go alone because, you know, I'm not going to ask someone to come all the way out to a story. It's across the street from me, so I just walk over and get like a beer or whatever and meet gay people and like hang out with them and become besties. And um, this one night, I made friends with someone. <laughs> Who was it? I don't It's. I think it was someone I know. Now I'm trying to remember which of my friends it was. But I went to this gay bar and there's a man who was at the gay bar and he came up to us with like a little stuffed animal monkey. And he like started like dancing with it, like with us. And I know I was definitely more than tipsy. And somehow me and my friend ended up naming this thing the bed bug monkey because bed bugs were going around and I don't know where that thing came from or where it ended up that might be the reason my bed ended up with bed bugs (laughs)
2: because of the monkey
1: because it was like it was like oh the bed bug monkey because we were like where this thing come from and then there's a picture of me somewhere in the universe I don't know where but I have to track down the... There, I have like three friends in New York City. I have to text them all and see which one of them knows what I'm talking about. Because one of them's got to have this picture of me lying on the floor outside the gay bar next to the bed bug monkey. <laughs> like that exists somewhere. We need to find I it. I know. I need to find it. So I'm going to text my my little cute, sweet friends that I was hung out with in New York and see if any of them have it. Because somewhere that exists, me hanging out with the bed bug monkey. Oh, God. I wish I could remember what it was. And I also remember at that same gay bar, sorry if these bo- stories are boring, but I'm remembering stories. So the, I remember at that gay bar, short. it was like, I hadn't lived in New York long. I was auditioning every day to be on Broadway. Like it was always my dream to be on Broadway. I was auditioning every single freaking day. And I met this guy at the gay bar who was on Broadway. <laughs> and I don't remember what show he was in, but he was in the ensemble of something And he was talking about how he was on Broadway and I was like, oh my God, you're on Broadway. Like, that's the coolest thing in the world. Like, to me, he was like the most famous person I could meet because he's a Broadway star. Like, anyone who works on Broadway to me is like the most famous, amazing person on the planet. And so I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. What's it like to be on Broadway? Like, because I had worked with Broadway stars before, like doing Miranda gigs and stuff. But I didn't feel comfortable enough to be like, what's it like being on Broadway? You know, because I didn't want to seem like weird. So, to this guy I just met, I felt like comfortable enough to ask him. And he, I will never forget that conversation because he like shattered my heart because he was like, it's awful. He was like, you don't get paid enough. They treat us terribly. Does every single we live paycheck to paycheck, trying to pay our rent because Manhattan is so expensive. So even though like technically Broadway performers get paid well, considering um, it all goes to it bills. It all goes to bills immediately, yeah. and I never knew that. And he, so I always thought Broadway performers were like living <gasps> this lavish lifestyle.
2: That's so right. I remember them saying that when the pandemic hit, um, a lot of. Broadway performers had to move out mm-hmm. of New York because they did live paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm.
1: yeah so oh. everyone had to leave so yeah he was telling me like how he hated it and he wanted to do something different he worked his whole life to get here and now it's not what he thought it was and I just remember being like oh my god what like so wait, Broadway performers like don't all live in like midtown in huge high-rise and huge high rise apartments. Yeah. Like, growing up,
2: I thought they're like famous. I thought they were like, famous, like they rich, were, like, and rich famous. really, really
1: rich and famous. And that blew my mind. And then I did, um, waitress, which was a total dream come true and such an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like for me, I'm like, well, if I get to perform for a living, like I'll pay to do yeah, that. It's like worth it's yeah. totally worth it. Cause I get to like do a dream job, you know, but it was like, you know, I didn't, you know, obviously I was paid while I was there, but I did not, I paid more in my rent and in my living expenses there than I made. Yeah. And, um, which is totally fine. I don't yeah. think I've ever said any, I've never said that online before, but no. like, because I don't care because obviously it was a dream country and I would do it again in like a heartbeat. I loved it so freaking much. Um, but, yeah, I that blew my mind that Broadway performers weren't rich and famous and, like, the most living yeah. in, like, the most expensive penthouses in Manhattan. I thought, like, these are Broadway performers. And like, these
2: are hard workers. Oh, my gosh. Oh my the hardest. Oh, my gosh. Eight
1: shows a week, especially on I didn't know how members. you did it. But, like, on You don't sp- have a life. No, you don't have a life when you, like, it's crazy. But also, like, people, like, obviously leads work very hard, but, like, ensemble members, swings, understudies. Oh, studies. my gosh. You guys, I am so impressed with them. Like, when... I was doing waitress. I could not believe how these freaking people knew every single part in the show. And like, like that could jump into a new role they've never done before. They'd be like, oh, I'm doing this track tonight. I've never done it. Or like, oh, I'm doing this role tonight. I haven't done it in two years. Like, and they would know it all. It was crazy impressive. I was, like, almost vomiting every night just because I had the one part I had to remember. <laughs> but these people know every part, every line, every song, every choreography from every angle of the stage, every prop they're supposed to pick up. They are such hard workers. I have so much respect for swings, understudies, ensemble members. Like, holy freaking smokes.
2: And you have to take care of your body. You can't get sick because mm-hmm. that's your job. You're, right. Goodness. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. Anyway, I love that we are telling drunk stories, and then I just ended up talking about how musical theater people are so amazing. <laughs>
2: True I love that
1: But we don't have that I, Now I'm like Oh maybe we don't have That many drunk stories What was the first time You ever got drunk Do you know
2: I couldn't even tell you
1: Was Did you have alcohol In high school
2: No No Did Never. you wait till you were 21 Yeah You did yeah. I didn't know that about you I waited till I was 21 <gasps> And I went to uh, Applebee's
1: Ooh.
2: And got like a mud, a mud You know oh, Martini like a, yeah. Chocolatey thing
1: Oh, my gosh. Who did you go with?
2: Matt Urban and Matt Gilmore. Oh,
1: my gosh. She's giving last names. <gasps> oh, seven. my gosh. Sorry.
2: <laughs> is Good. that bad? Wait, well, no, it was a sweet memory. Yeah, of
1: course. Then that's fine. I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know who wants to be exposed and who doesn't. No, they're friends. Like I, This I'm,
2: This is what we did. How exciting we got. We got a drink there. Just one. A nice. A chocolate drink, which Love I probably it. had one drop of alcohol yeah, in it. Of course. And then we drove to the canyon.
1: You drove after drinking,
2: Holy no, I didn't one, drive. One well, I went with drink. the guys. So this is what we did in college for fun. So after we got the drink, we went to the canyon. <gasps> and then they shot paintballs.
1: What? You boys had such adventures. The girls were co- just talking to demons. You, you never guys-
2: went to the canyon? I don't know. Colleen, everybody went to the canyon.
1: I know that... I did not go to the canyon, but I
2: you was, go for hookups, you go for prayer meetings, well, you go that. for for hikes. You oh hikes. my gosh! You're
1: saying things I won't. I won't do. You're saying hookups, prayer meetings, prayer meetings, prayer meetings and, and hikes. hikes. <laughs> so those are three things I did not partake in.
2: Well, uh, maybe I did.
1: <laughs> oh my! Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like I've heard of the canyon, but like mm-hmm. I just went to Del Taco late at night.
2: Okay, DTRs. So,
1: DTRs. <gasps> Oh my God, I forgot about DTRs. DTRs. Del Taco runs in the middle of the mm-hmm. night. I was a Del Taco run queen. Corey and I would go to Del Taco, we do DTRs, and we'd also go to In-N-Out and get animal self-rise. And, and we would vent. just vent in the car and like talk about everything. Everything and, and just everything. Eat animal self-rise. It was so lovely. But you just made me think of a memory. I never went to a canyon, but I went to Joshua Tree, which is a desert in California. It's really cool. It's all these awesome trees that are really crazy shapes and I went with a guy who liked me and like we kind of were a thing for a hot second um but anyway I went with him and like two of my other friends two other girlfriends and he had this grand idea we'd go and we'd watch the sunrise because the sunrise is really pretty there Mm -hmm. well something you might not know about the desert well people probably do know um the desert obviously can get cold as well so even if it's hot during the day at night the desert temperatures can drop crazy. Yes. And so we went, we didn't have a tent. We didn't have anything to keep us warm or anything. We just like had a couple of blankets, but like, we we're like, Oh, we'll just stay up till the sunrise. So we got there at like midnight and we waited all the way till sunrise, but it was freezing cold. Oh, no. And I just remember we were laying, we were all like laying on a, um, on like a blanket or something like in this parking lot. Cause we didn't have a campsite or whatever. And the guy who like kind of liked me, like gave me his blanket because we were all freezing and i just remember him (laughs) like literally he was so cold he was biting the asphalt like the of the ground like he was like literally biting it it weird
2: that's really weird
1: (laughs) it was so weird he was like biting the asphalt because of how cold he was isn't that okay, bizarre? it
2: doesn't matter how cold I am, even if I have yeah, hypothermia I <laughs> streaming through my veins, I, I would know. never get down and bite the asphalt. But
1: that's what I was like, I, and I never thought to ask him, like, what did you think that would accomplish? Like, why would you do that? Like, if you're cold, why not ask for your blanket back or like...
2: Was he sober?
1: Yeah, we were all sober.
2: That's bizarre. I don't know.
1: It was weird. But um, yeah, This your first time, you were 21 and you went to Applebee's. Yes. And... We're talking about our first times here, folks. Um, first drink. Of course. I was doing a play on words. My first sips of alcohol, I don't remember my, yes, I do. I think I've told it before. It was a sip of um, a screwdriver at a party, and then I had a, a sip of a beer. And But then I remember I went to my friend Christina's house with a couple friends, and we had a um, tequila and vodka, and we mix them. She had a bottle of tequila and a bottle of vodka, mm. and we mix them, and I didn't know anything about alcohol. You Colleen. Man,
2: you mix tequila and vodka. I, I didn't know anything about alcohol. The thought of that is making it's my stomach putrid. churn. I know.
1: It's putrid. So we, I only drink a few times in high school. I Oof. literally only a few times, and um, none of them were fun, but I just remember that night we... You know, I didn't, we were all just literally like taking swigs straight from the bottle because, you know, we didn't know anything about it. It was disgusting. I remember hating it. I remember sometimes the girls would like take swigs and I would pretend because I hated oh, it so much. Thank I would just God. Be like, mm, this is good, you know, but I did, you know, I was a really skinny little girl in high school. So I'm like 17 or something like that. And I, I just know, I, I remember being drunk and like, or feeling very buzzed okay. for the first time. And that was the first time I ever felt like that. And I remember thinking that her mom's shoes were going to come alive and, like, (gasps) get me. Like, I was like... And I tell the certain people, and they're like, well, alcohol doesn't make you hallucinate. And I'm like, well, it did that night because I remember thinking that like her mom's shoes were freaking me out and i was like those things are gonna come to life and they're gonna eat me what i think christina listens to my podcast sometimes so christina sorry to expose your mom's shoes and the fact that (laughs) we drank together but um yeah
2: that's so funny that you guys all shared a bottle because now like during covid times i'd be like
1: get that (gasps) away from my face no i would not share with anyone except for maybe you but i still feel like i'd pour Not Mm. alcohol. We wouldn't even drink alcohol, but like any sort of drink. I I want
2: it in a a shot glass.
1: I want, like sometimes Eric will be like, let's do a shot together. Cause like Eric enjoys a a glass of something. He like, Eric enjoys drinking. It's like, he very much enjoys a social drink, you know, like most people do. I think that's very normal. (laughs) I think most people enjoy that. I think we're the weird ones. Yeah. Um, but sometimes he'll be like, if it's a celebratory thing, he'll want to share a glass of wine with me or a glass of champagne or like have a shot together. And um, I, the only thing I will take shots of is tequila, me and I too. have to have, really. A vodka is foul. To Get me. that away! I hate vodka. I Ugh, hate it. Hate, that I hate potato. It. But um, tequila, I'll take a little bit. But I need like a quarter of a shot. And a huge lime. Like, I'm like, I'll drink like the tiniest sip and then I'll have a huge lime. That's the only way I'll do it.
2: I'm so bougie. If I'm taking shots of tequila,
1: tequila,
2: tequila, it has to be. Good tequila, mm-hmm. cause I can taste nasty. Cause t- nasty cheap tequila tastes like rubbing alcohol. It does. See? Yucky.
1: I there was a um a hand sanitizer in my, in my doctor's office that smelled like tequila. And it all, See? I was like, this smells like tequila or tequila I would say that reminded me that tequila. Tequila. That reminded me that um, Flynn. This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, <laughs> but just the way you pronounce it reminded me that Flynn says something. That's my favorite thing in the world. So sometimes Flynn mispronounces a couple words. Like he says a spider wobe instead of a spider web. He says a muff instead of a moth. But black and f- widow. Black and widow. So it's not a black widow. It's a blackened, widi- a blackened widow. Um, but my favorite thing he says, I don't know that I've ever talked about this anywhere. He Instead of volcano, he says volcano. Aww. And instead of, and piano. With for, an inya. Yeah. Instead of piano, he says piano and volcano. He says volcano. Wow. I think it's so cute. He's I love it. He's the best. Um, but anyway, I want to take a second to say thanks to our final sponsor of the day. So uh. let's say thanks to them. The final sponsor for this episode is draft Kings. You guys, I'm sure you know how much I love football. I'm very excited to talk about it right now. Uh, No, but truly, I have friends who are very, very excited about this and who are excited when they found out that they were sponsoring our podcast. So even though I'm not very smart when it comes to football, there are a lot of you guys who are very smart when it comes to football and a lot of my friends and family. So that's why I'm very excited to talk about this right now. The wait is almost over, y'all. A new football season is about to begin And boy, am I excited. Get ready for the NFL week one action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is getting new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. If you want more action for opening night, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings Early Win promotion. Get up 7 you win. Bet on any NFL teams of your choice and if your team leads by 7 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Now that's pretty amazing. And I'm really bad at football. I don't understand how it works at all, but this sounds like it's going to up my odds (laughs) because I won't know what's going on, but even if my team loses, I might win. You know what I mean? Anyway, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COLLEEN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code COLLEEN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. There is a minimum age and eligibility. There's some restrictions there, so make sure to check out all the info, all the deets to make sure you know what you're doing there. Uh, But good luck. Have fun. I don't know. Yay. All right, everyone, welcome back. Now, I obviously don't have the Relax Podcast phone with me, which sucks because we love answering the phone now. The phone is awesome. I have to do it with you at some point, Corey. It's so fun. So we'll do an episode at home with Corey soon, and we'll have Corey answer the phone with us. But I am going to read a couple comments. Um, So last week, Corey, actually, I'm going to ask you about this. Last week, um, Eric and I had a discussion about – Couples who sit on the same side of a booth when they go out to dinner. And how some people like to do this and some people do not. We personally do not like to do that. Um, what are your opinions on this?
2: I would rather sit side to side. Because staring at someone makes me <gasps> so nerve.
1: Corey, this what? is controversial. That well, is I mean, th-
2: usually when I go out to dinner, it's always across whatever. Because that's normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I... If I if I had, if I had a choice, I'd rather have them sit next to me.
1: I haven't heard this yet, so, so they don't have to
2: watch me eat. They don't have to like. Ugh, I just don't stare want at me in my space. in my eyeballs. I get like
1: overstimulated if someone's like touching you while I'm trying to eat. <gasps> okay,
2: if it's someone I don't know or don't like, I don't want them sitting <laughs> next to me. <laughs> but if, if, but if it's I'm a of if, your dating, if I'm dating someone, I'm like very like I'm okay touchy feely.
1: <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay, fascinating. Okay, so that was one, but then this one. It's, what was your answer? Oh, across always. I don't want to And what was Eric's? Across. We Weird. both are across sitters. Okay. Um because I don't like I don't know, I just I feel like it's like I want to talk and I like don't like being like touched when I'm eating. I'm like I need my space when I'm eating, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, this was the other one. Okay, so I had a very co-
2: <laughs> you would hate me for dating. I've literally <laughs> hugged someone while they were eating.
1: <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're eating. No. No. I would literally ignore that was you. Me. I would ignore you. I would not respond to that. But BDV. he liked it and I liked good. it. Well, that's good. That's important. I'm glad okay. you guys both liked it. That's that's how it should be. You should, as long as everyone is in agreement about it. That's wonderful. And I actually saw a comment about this. Um, Someone said, uh, Allison said, my husband and I are high school sweethearts and sitting on the same side of the booth is just a habit we developed early on when we were still kids. I know it's cringy. It's not cringy. It's what you want to do. But our days are so um, hectic that eating dinner together is usually our chance to connect for the first time. We like to be close because it makes us feel more connected. If we were to sit across from each other now after so many years, it would just feel so wrong and make us feel distant. So now, Allison, I have to say to you, I apologize if I made you feel like that is cringy or stupid or wrong. I know Eric and I went pretty hard on that last week. It's just our personal preference to sit across from each other and that's how we feel connected. But some people like you, Allison and Corey here, Feel better when you're sitting next to each other. And I think that's very sweet. And I'm sorry if I seemed judgy or sounded judgy at all about that (laughs) because that was wrong of me. Um, But this one is another comment I wanted to read here. Um, Okay, so I talked about last week how I have a very controversial opinion on something. So, you know, when you're on an airplane and everyone stands up at the same time to get off the plane. Yes. So. Everyone hates this. Everyone thinks this is the stupidest thing ever. Why are you just standing to just stand there and not move? And I last week opened up about my feelings about this that I actually think it makes no sense to stay seated because we're all trying to get off the plane. And if everyone stays seated the whole time and gets up when it's their turn to exit, then you you have to wait for them to get their bag down and get all their stuff together and then exit the plane. It would take like five times as long to get off the plane for everyone. So I actually like when everyone stands up, gets all their crap together, gets ready to go so that when it's their turn to walk off, they go. So, but I feel like generally everyone's like, oh, why does everyone just stand up to just stand there, you idiots. But I'm always like, wait, this is actually smart because now we're saving time. What are your opinions on this?
2: I'm with you. 100%. Yes. I'm with you. Um, I
1: knew you would be because we fly together. And Cory always like the second that bell dings, we are both up getting the bags and we are getting ready yes. to get off that plane.
2: Well, the thing is here, and, and I actually thought about this in just literally sitting by myself while about a million of thoughts rushed through my brain all the time. But I thought about this and I thought, you know what? Okay some people have really bad anxiety some people are like oh my god i've been stuck in this tin Mm -hmm. can for five hours please please the only thing i want to do is get out of here Mm -hmm. and it's just like wait so you're gonna hate on people that are anxious and have anxiety and are literally dying inside because they want to get out of that plane like no right if they want to stand and get out let him out.
1: Yes. I totally and that's agree me. with that. Like I've mm-hmm. been
2: trapped in that plane for five hours. I, I want to get out as fast as I can of course. and standing up makes me feel a little bit better. And yes. so, you know what? I'm going to stand up.
1: Yes. And I, have and I also think it's way faster because and I, yeah, I agree. It's faster. You get all your stuff ready. So that once your turn, you just go, you're not like gathering all your things and whatever. Okay. So this person, love this comment, Nessa penguin said, so I do think it's silly for everyone to stand up right when the plane lands i don't think people should wait until their aisle is up but it makes sense to wait until people are moving maybe five aisles ahead if you're in the last five aisles why would you stand up immediately and stay standing for 10 minutes but it doesn't affect me you all do you and i think that is very true
2: I love
1: that idea. But no one will no
2: follow one that. No one would <laughs> ever follow that process. But that is
1: genius because that's that so is true. Smart. Because if you're in the back of the plane and you stand up right away, you're going to be standing for a very long time waiting and getting frustrated. So that is very, very, she means a very good point. Um... But yeah, I think your, your idea is genius, but there's no way you'd get a whole plane to cooperate with that idea. Unfortunately, I wish you could because that sounds amazing. Yeah. So yes, thank you for that. Very genius comment. All right. So Lydia said, Colleen being angry, so angry about flat tires makes me laugh so much. So we were talking about (laughs) Eric brought up the the one thing that can make me, my blood boil to an un rational degree like i get so viciously angry for no reason and is so it's so stupid of me but if you give me a flat tire on my oh yes
2: i've witnessed this
1: (laughs) (laughs) see knows
2: because it's
1: bad. I it's turn into bad. a demon. I turn into a demon. It's to the point where,
2: like, if I
1: accidentally get for a flat tower,
2: I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so you know, sorry. I, I did not like, mean that. I'm but so but stupid. I, I should why. never do that.
1: I don't know why. It's, like, the one thing. Like, there are very few things that can make me lose my cool. They're very, very, very few. Wouldn't you say? Like, it's very yeah, hard for me to, I, like, I cannot, lose my cool. I can't
2: think of another thing that would, like, annoy you as much as that. Right.
1: The only other thing Eric could think of was tickling. Like, I don't like being tickled. Well, I've never
2: tried to no, tickle you you, which I would never never, do that so I wouldn't have no idea about
1: that but yeah that's the only other thing that he could think of and me too like I'm like I don't think there's anything else that makes me super super angry except for like legit things like racism homophobia sexism those things make me rage too but like but in as far as stupid little things in life like if and I don't know why I don't know why don't know if you step on my heel of my shoe and make me have a flat tire, I get so <laughs> upset. It makes me so angry. So is there anything for you that makes you like flip a switch and get so like what really grinds your gears? Probably. I can't think of anything off the top of my head for you that would do I, that to you.
2: I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know there's, there's something. There's got to be something. With something that, ridiculous that yeah. really just irks me. I don't know. I
1: know. I can't think of it, but I feel like I know it's like in a file. And I'm like, yes. I've read this file before, but I don't remember what chapter. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to think of what it is for you that makes you so angry. For Eric, I mean, he's not here, so I don't want to speak for him. But for Eric, 100%. I wish he was here so we could talk about this. If he loses something. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, is <No>. <laughs> it is wild. It is wild. So, Eric, when he sleeps, if I wake him up in his sleep, He gets really grumpy and he doesn't remember that most of the times. But when something he is very awake for and conscious for is if he loses something and he really can't find it, like it's fine if he just loses something and he he doesn't know where it is for a little bit, but if he loses something and he cannot find it, he goes into a blind rage and he blames everyone (laughs) on the planet. He's like, he'll say like, he, he won't be like have you seen my like if he <laughs> lost like his phone he's not have you seen my phone it's did you take my phone like it's like did you take my phone Flynn must, did, did you take my phone Daisy did you take like he will ask everyone and think everyone has stolen it because he's like well I didn't like it's never <laughs> him it's so funny he gets that's like his one thing he gets like irrationally upset about yeah. but I really can't think of one for you I feel like you get angry about things. I'll think
2: about it tonight in the middle of the night. And you'll
1: think you'll remember what it is. Well, tell us in the comments, what's something stupid that you get irrationally angry over? Because those make me laugh so hard. Like the fact that I get so mad over someone giving me a flat tire is so stupid and so embarrassing and so childish, but first I can't help it. Like, it, I don't even have time to think about not being angry and being calm. Like if someone gives me flat tire, I'm instantly <laughs> furious. Like there's no time to like calm myself down. Like I'm angry. So I want to know if you guys have something like that. Like if there's something stupid that if it happens to you, you're like, Wah! And you get so mad. For me, it's tickling in a flat tire. So let me know in the comments. Tickling in um, a flat tire. Oh, that's driving me crazy. But thanks for being my co-host today, Yes, Corey. of course. First I feel like such a you. dud.
2: I couldn't think of one. You'll
1: think of one. You'll have to like tweet it or something when okay. this episode comes out. Um. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, everyone. We love you. Thanks to our sponsors. And we'll see you next week with Eric Stocklin. And who knows? Maybe Corey DeSoto, too.
2: Yeah, I want to join in on that phone action.
1: I know. All right. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big
0: microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found.